is a podcast about two sisters raised in an effed up family. My name is Christine. I am Jesse's older sister. I was raised by a gaslighting, manipulative mother who raised me to believe people either rejected you or weren't rejecting you. My father was a crazy, racist, vulgar alcoholic who was in and out of my life. And my name is Jesse. I'm Christine's little sister. I was raised solely by the crazy, racist father who raised me to believe I had to either earn or buy someone's love. Hello to all of our listeners out there whose dad haunted their house after he died by flashing hall lights daily at 5.55, ripping shells out of the wall and making the pool sound like it was electrocuted. Welcome back to the Family Burrito Podcast, episode 11 on 111. My name is Christine. My sister Jessie and I made this podcast as a way to understand why our dad was the way he was. What's up, Jessie? Oh, not much. Just ate dinner. Yeah. Oh, God. Did you cook something? Oh, yeah, I did. Do you cook every day? Uh, oh, yeah. I cook like three times a day. Three times a day? Yeah. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Jesus. I'm always in the kitchen. Do you plan your meals out or you just go with it? Um, Sometimes I plan it out. Like I have a magnet on my refrigerator that has like a grocery list and the days of the week and you can write down your lunch and breakfast mm-hmm. and whatever. And I'll usually go off that. So when Michael's like, what's for dinner? I'm like, read the fridge. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. But sometimes I just wing it. Yeah. Uh, I guess because I have a kid and I mean, my, I don't know, my eating, I just kind of like follow when I'm hungry, not hungry or whatever. I try to eat. I like cold foods. I definitely know that about myself. I have to eat. I love cold food too. Yeah. I have to eat food and that's colder than my body temperature because I've always been hot. Like from the day I was born, like I passed out from being so hot. Like when I've gotten my hair done, like under the dryer thing, I've almost fainted. Um, and my chest is always red. So I'm always hot. And like I told you that human design thing that I just love, like that's one thing it said was, you know, to eat unprocessed food and food that is um, colder than your body temperature, which makes so much sense now. Like I I can't like when my ex-husband would cook food, he want me to eat it right away. And I couldn't like hmm. and he'd get frustrated because I'm like, it's too hot. Like it, I have to, it has to sit there for 30 minutes. Like this morning I had cold spaghetti. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I, I love cold food. It's, I, I mean, I, I like it hot too. Mm-hmm. Um, like, are, so they're like Ayurveda, or I think I'm saying mm-hmm. right, Ayurveda. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's like the diet based off of what element you are. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm fire for sure. So maybe you're fire. Yeah. And I'm a double fire actually, because Jesse, my sun sign is a Leo. My rising signs is Sagittarius. So I'm fire on fire. And then, yeah, so I wouldn't, I wouldn't doubt if, like, your body type is also fire. So you need things to cool down the fire. Mm-hmm. For sure. That makes sense, that makes sense girl. So, um, how has your week been? Oh, pretty good so far. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's Tuesday. Yeah. Oh, God, it is Tuesday. Normally, we record on Sunday. My brain is totally mush right now. Um, <laughs> I don't know what's happening. <laughs> But it is mush. I'm sleepy and, and, you know, my ex-husband thinks he's got the COVID 
and oh, no. I don't know. I mean, he, uh, who knows? Um, you know, and then my daughter. Well, if he's sleeping. vaccinated, then it's better. He's better off, right? It's like double protected. Yeah, with rabies, he's vaccinated. I'm just kidding. <laughs> the rabies vaccination. Yeah, he's good. He's an animal. <laughs> yeah, he's good. Um, no, he, yeah. I don't know if he's gotten the booster. I don't know. Um, but yeah, so anyways. Um, and then, you know, I worked at the hospital yesterday and, you know, COVID is just, let's all do the COVID shuffle. Like, you know what we should do? I wish that the, ho- this is my fantasy, my <laughs> twisted fantasy at the hospital, like, at, like Joe's Crab Shack, you know, every hour a disco ball comes out and, you know, the lights turn off and they, we all like do a COVID dance in the hallway, you know? <laughs> yeah. And make, and make one of the patients like stand on a table and, you know, it's their birthday. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's so funny, like how it, it, who it affects and who it doesn't affect. Yeah. You know, um, I was at the gym today and this girl was like, yeah, she's a paramedic. Mm-hmm. And she was like, yeah, I just got over COVID. And, you know, I was like, you know, asked her the basic questions. Did you lose your smell, your taste, all that yeah. stuff? And you should have been like, is that your ex-boyfriend? What happened? <laughs> And she was like, and she's such a sweetheart. And she was like, well, I lost my smell, but it made ta- uh, the taste of coffee horrible. Mm-hmm. It's like she was, you know, how your smell and your taste are like related. Mm-hmm. And um, I was like, man, that's so crazy. <laughs> did, how did your farts? <laughs> <stop> <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, see, that's the thing. When I had COVID, like I couldn't smell anything. So like, yeah, if one of my animals did take a piss somewhere, like mm-hmm. when I was sick in bed and I didn't take them out. I wouldn't even, I wouldn't smell it. Like, I wouldn't know. Yeah. Um, when I had COVID back in April, 2020, you know, I, I still don't have, all I smell is hot trash. <laughs> That's seriously, like I still, you know, I'm okay with it. I'm like, I'm used to it now, but occasionally like I'll smell food or something like barbecue, like if I'm out in public or something and I'll be like, Oh my God. And then, cause you don't even realize what you're missing until you smell it. And then it goes away. It's just fleeting. Yeah, I can't believe you've lost your smell that long. Yeah, they should do studies on you. Um, yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. After you die, after you die. <laughs> you know what, Jesse? I don't have time for shit. Like, I don't need to add one more thing to my plate. You're stressing me out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, after you die, Christine. Nobody, yeah, we will have anything else. To yeah, do have researchers discover why you lost mm-hmm. your sense of smell. And then also, I was listening to another podcast, um, and those doctors, you know, Joe Rogan's podcast. I swear, mm-hmm. I just like listened to three podcasts in my life: mm-hmm. uh, Shailene Johnson and Joe Rogan. Mm. Um, but so he had a doctor recently on, and they were talking about how, like the the vaccine mm-hmm. was making women go into like early menopause. Like, I, mm-hmm. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a scientist. I don't know anything mm-hmm. about it. I just play I just, one on TV. <laughs> yeah, just play one on TV. Catch me on Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. Um, but. <laughs> <laughs> Thursdays at nine. I don't know. That is literally like all the science I know is Grey's Anatomy science. Mm. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, I thought that was really interesting. So, um, like people need to do some research and tell me what the that means because yeah did they say why he just threw that out there but didn't say why well they did say why but it was a bunch of scientific mumbo jumbo about oh. spike proteins and then the ovaries and i'm just oh my god i was <sighs> like i need a i need a book did on... you just say eggs over easy what <laughs> no 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 um the spike proteins and then something to do like how the vaccine affects the ovaries mm. 
I don't know, but it's only like one out of a thousand mm-hmm. people like it affected by. You know what? That would be awesome. I am. I would love to go. To totally I'm just kidding. I just, you know, whatever. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, my brain is mushy and my dog is whining at the door a thousand times. You're, you're like, okay, this is annoying. <laughs> yeah, this is annoying. And Jesse wants me to add one more thing and like go do some research, <laughs> you know, take five hours out of my day and then come home and log a bunch of shit. No, no, no. I just wish I, I just wish I knew a lot of doctors so I can ask them all. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, I'll have to ask my um, my doctor friends at work. Um, a lot of them, I mean, I work with psychiatrists mainly, but a lot of them are double boarded as well in medical. And of course, you know, COVID's back, so they have different units shut down and things like that. So right. um, they're on the, the cusp of it all. So, you know, I don't really, I just don't pay attention to it. You know, like, I don't even know if I even told like through our podcast about my first podcast called how coronavirus saved my life. And I made a love letter to humanity because we can all heal ourselves. Like I had long COVID symptoms and I couldn't figure out like what to do. And, um, you know, working on self love and meditating. I mean, I did this meditation, my own guided meditation myself, where I just gave compliments to myself that any, every compliment I ever given anybody, I gave to myself and I was just crying. And the next day, most of my symptoms were gone. Oh yeah. That makes sense. Cause sometimes our body just needs to heal mentally to heal physically. Right. Right. And that's the thing too, is like, you know, I was in a conversation today about this subject. So like, you know, the doctors here, like in the U S you know, they don't, they don't, it's all about giving a medicine, you know, and trying to fix it with the medicine. And it's like, you know, how about teach some self-healing that it's, that's not taught in medical school. You know what I mean? And it doesn't make money either. Right. Right. (laughs) No, I was just about to say that it doesn't make money. Yeah. And that's why when you look at a lot of, you know, brought to you by Pfizer, I'm like, what are we living in a like black mirror Mm -hmm. episode right now? (laughs) Because I swear to God, it feels like we are. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, girl, but it's just like, like yesterday I worked at the hospital and I was working on a medical floor doing a psych consult. And I mean, there was this guy, I mean, it just, he, I mean, he just looked like he has COPD and it looked like he was just giving up. And I'm like, sir, can you like open your body up? Let's put your head up at the bed, like get off of your oxygen tubing and, and let's have a conversation about what's going on, you know? And then it turns out, you know, he's got a lot of unhappiness in his life and he doesn't feel worthy. And, you know, it's just, um, it's just those kind of, cause these are humans, you know, and just because I am a provider, I'm not better or lower than anyone. We're all equal. Everyone deserves to be heard and felt, you know? Right. Even Donald Trump. Yeah, because he's the the, the three year old throwing a tantrum in the corner. Yeah, know? I mean, just who hurt him? But anyway, go go on. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, that's a whole other subject. <laughs> but um, but yeah, so it's just it's just. But I also in the same conversation I was having with the same person about you know the healthcare system in the U.S. is like. I'm somebody that can see things very clearly, very quickly. I see this wide view, and not everybody thinks like that. I have to remind myself. Like that, not everybody can see like that. And not everybody's on the same journey. You know, we all are going at our own speed. And so, yeah. and it doesn't make me better 
because I can see it very clearly, like in two seconds, you know, doesn't make me it just I can just see it. And I all I can do is just try to give, you know, pearls of wisdom and then see what happens. Right. Yeah, exactly. I, I think a lot of people t- humans aren't really that smart, right? Like we thought like shock therapy was like the best thing ever, you know, mm-hmm. and then you know, we also thought like, you know, what was it? Tickling women's vaginas. <laughs> oh, God. oh my God. Okay. I'm awake now. <laughs> I think I'm going to go do that research now. Like, it was like, you know, Tickling. we have our like psycho women moments to men, you know, like, uh-huh. oh my gosh, they're being a psycho woman. So they, back in the day, they would like take us and to the, you know, doctor and they would basically make us come and they would like, oh, She's all better now. <laughs> you know what? Maybe that's what she needed. You know what? <laughs> that's what I ain't mad at that. But um, including myself. But the one of the funny things is though, like we learn and we progress as a society. So I really do think that we walk around, most humans, not everybody, we walk around thinking we know most things about mm-hmm. the world, right? Right. But we've never even left the, our little tiny town. But we know everything about the world right right (laughs) yes and that's the thing too is that I'm somebody that asks a lot of questions I when I ask questions it helps me at first it takes the emotion out of it it helps me come to an understanding of why something is the way it is whether it's personal or someone's life or whatever you know and that's the thing is like um people don't ask questions and those to me like in the healthcare system in particular if you think you know it all and you're taking care of a patient and you're providing care, you're scary. You're going to kill somebody or you're not going to do a good job because if you stop learning, when you stop learning, that's what makes you stupid. Right. And that's the thing too. I think also a lot of doctors in today's climate are afraid to question uh-huh. some things because right. they don't want to be canceled or lose their, their license to practice. Uh, well, yeah, right. And also, too, it's like so funny. We're having this conversation. The same thing this morning was like, you know, when they're a baby doc, like a resident, you know, they're, you know, coming out of, you know, medical school and they have this fantasy in their mind of what it's going to be like. And they actually start doing it and they realize the patient care. Like, you don't get to talk to your patient. That's the best part of my job is talking to patients. Like I because, again, they all have a story. I love stories, you know. And it gets lost because you have all these organizations to that inspect the hospital, keep them open. And you have all these things that you have to chart, you know, all this stuff. And that's what you're doing. All you're doing is trying to satisfy all these different committees and organizations when nobody's talking to the patient. Yeah. Let's satisfy, let's satisfy these bureaucrats that pay us. Right. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and then I think like, uh, Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, again, I got this from a doctor on a podcast. I can't remember which one, um, but he had said that most doc- like most hospitals got extra money if they said a patient died from COVID at the beginning, because mm-hmm. it was like funding from the federal government, basically. So yeah. like, they were lying about. Well, well, this patient patient had heart failure, but they also had COVID. So, like. Yeah, I don't. That's not with ours. I mean, I've never yeah, not every that. hospital. He said yeah. that, like, he was like very clear about it. He just said some hospitals. Like, in fact, it's like the opposite. Like, no, no one was 
getting that diagnosis because all of the most of the tests were like they were negative, but you clearly could see on their chest X-ray. So it would say from like unknown causes or whatever, like working in mental health, you know, you do occasionally rare, whatever, sometimes like maybe once a year or something, have a patient that does complete suicide. And so I used to be, cause it happened to me like back to back and it's, it's not that it's my fault, but it's, it threw me off and I didn't, I don't, I didn't want to ever be unprepared again. So I would look at the um, medical examiner website, you know, because it's public um, here. I don't know about other places. And so then I stopped looking, but when COVID came back, when COVID first started and we, in our unit would, we would have patients that would have the same symptoms as their positive COVID roommate, but their tests would be negative. And you can look at their checks X-ray. I can't talk. And their labs, and clearly, I mean, they they had it, you know. Yeah. And so, well, the so, testers like piece, they're like poo poo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I mean, those those hospitals, if that's true, would have to prove, you know, whatever. But yeah. So, but right. so it was more underreporting. Like, if you would go, I, so I would go back on the medical examiner, and I was just looking, and it was like all. I mean, it was an explosions of death, you know, and it was like high blood pressure strokes and mm. a lot of, a lot of, and then also too, plus like people that were depressed and lost their job, like a lot of overdoses, a lot of fentanyl overdoses here in Tarrant County. Yeah. Yeah. That's so sad. Yeah. So, and then people killing themselves, high suicide rate, you know, these elderly people that don't have anybody, they're already isolated, you know? So, you know, it's, it's, um, it's, the pandemic has affected so many different ways of our world, you know, and that's why I am like, let's question what's going on. You know what I mean? Let's stop living in fear. Okay. Use that fear as motivation and let's question what the hell is going on. And let's start looking at healing ourselves. Oh yeah, for sure. Well, I can tell you what's going on. (laughs) Oh God. What is it? Is it the Illuminati? I mean, well, I mean, my obviously it's just a theory, but I think that the world governments, not saying this was planned, I just think that the world governments know that if they can make us fat and unhappy or whatever, mm-hmm. then they have a better chance of controlling us in this mm-hmm. mass psychosis type of way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, and so everybody's gonna be like oh well let's go on social media and look at all the terrible things that are happening in the right. world and then go in the comment section and argue with yep whoever okay i am guilty of this <laughs> so i am calling myself out when i talk yeah about it. yeah um, and then i catch my i caught myself doing this i'm like man i'm like falling for the, mm-hmm. the plan man like mm-hmm. and i'm and again i'm not saying that they're like let's put this virus out in the world and see what happens yeah I think that they already knew that a pandemic was going to happen. And these were the protocols that were going to be followed. Right. Right. And like to touch on like, you know, reading stuff, all all that stuff goes into your subconscious. And I don't ever look at the news, but strangely, I don't know why I was looking at the news this morning. I have can't, I don't even know why. And I've never got a Fox news. I just, I think I was looking at local news and I was like, this is boring or something. I don't know. And, um, so I, I just randomly went on to Fox news, never been on there and they would have certain words, capital bold letters. And I was like, they, that is their way. That is, a, and I'm not talking about just Fox, all of them. 
That is their way of getting that into your subconscious. And then your childhood wounds get triggered. And next thing you know, you're arguing about Republicans, Democrats, president, because they're all in it together. And the media is the, the founding father of all of it, you know? Oh, yeah. We need to hold our medias to a higher standard, honestly, in my opinion, because they put out so much. All, mm-hmm. all, all of them. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, that's the, yeah. That's the thing. They will. It's not even a higher standard. Just cut the shit off. Stop yeah. reading it. I and that's how that's, they lose money. If you stop buying it and stop getting on that, just, you know, focus on yourself. Yeah. And if you just want clear cut news and you don't want to watch C-SPAN because mm-hmm. um, you're not 90, uh, there's also, <laughs> there's an app called Reuters and they just, they don't have an opinion. Like they just state the facts kind of like it was back in the day when news was only 15 minutes long mm-hmm. and they just told you what dumb crap was going on. Mm-hmm. same thing so it's like very non-biased mm-hmm. and I like that because I mean they're all pieces of crap right like yeah I think that lobbyists control most of the things that come out of their mouth mm-hmm. you know and that's been obvious since forever mm-hmm. <laughs> so I just think that a lot of times like as Americans you know and, and even other parts of the world they need to hold their media to a higher standard yeah, you know, obviously, I've only been to Europe, and I only the news there was really, really different than it is here. But mm-hmm. yeah, I don't, I don't know what to say about the rest of the world. But I know the United States needs to like hold their media to a higher standard, so we can stop this division that's like clearly not working for us. Yeah, right. And that's why I just don't even watch it because it, I doesn't matter who is the president, who is a lobbyist, none of that, because none of that affects affects my life like whether donald trump or joe biden my life is still the same my life is my life and i'm accountable for myself nothing will change that you know and so it's just um you know just like anybody else it's like you're responsible for your own and but that's the thing is like people have misguided anger you know from their childhood or unresolved whatever's. And so it's like this misguided anger towards, you know, someone in the sky that they don't, you know, someone on the podium that did something wrong, you know, and they don't even know them. Oh yeah. That's why I don't try to have an opinion anymore about any political figure really, or influencer or any of it, because I don't know them. It's like, Oh yeah. You know, Kim Kardashian did this today. Who cares? Like, I don't know her. Is like, personally. right? Yeah, funny person to hang. Yeah. No <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Again, it goes back to like Donald Trump being a celebrity and the president. You know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like it's, it's all a joke. It's all we're all just like falling for this big ass joke. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Crazy, crazy, Christine. Yes, my dog is trying to run away. Sorry, I'm quiet. I'm watching her. Her and I are having a staring contest. Like, they need to have that Western music where the two cowboys <laughs> and there's, like, a tumbleweed going. Like, what's that, whatever that music is. Yeah. Um, that's, yeah, she just ran off. Um, it's just, it doesn't do anything to my life. But it's, I, like I said before, one of the episodes is, like, when I read an article, it's just to dissect it and to see the, the words that the media inserts to get into our subconscious, they want us fat, like it fat and happy. Like I said, they want us asleep, you know, and there has been such a shift in the world 
you know, uh, huge spiritual shifts and people waking up and it was actually already starting to happen. So I'm kind of wondering like something that you touched upon, like, you know, they're probably okay with the pandemic happening because we're back into fear. Oh, for sure. And that's one of the, like, they had a plan for this. They've always had a plan for this. Mm -hmm. Who the world governments, everybody, because we just know that this is probably what's going to wipe out the human race. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, You know, and when it, when it comes down to fear and like people losing their job, if they don't have the vaccine and stuff like that, that's another part of it too. Cause I never in a million years would have thought that we would be in a country where there were vaccine mandates. Yeah. I don't know, but it's, um, you know, it's, it's just quite interesting, you know, that they, they want us to sleep. They want, because I mean, it, and Brian Brown, I don't know if you know her, she's, does um she is a social worker that's done research for years on vulnerability i can't talk and you know she was talking to russell brands and saying like she believes this is the white man's last dance oh well yeah have you noticed a shift where like white men aren't really respected anymore uh no because I work with a lot of them and they're pretty respected. See, again, it's like your world and your reality. Right, right. Right. It's like what, you know, it's whatever your world. So, and it's funny you say that because I'm like back to the media and stuff like that. Like when I was looking at, I don't know, I don't, like again, I don't know why I was looking at that stuff this morning, but there was something that was like talking about inflation right now. And it was just like, it's just going to get worse. And, da, da, da. and then I just happened to be on this article where the CEO of uh, JP Chase Mortgage, whatever they are, he's like, it's going to be a great year. And he had a smile. And I'm like, see, that's what I'm talking about. That right there. Because he's saying he's it's like manifestation. Like he's saying it's going to be a great year and it's going to be a great year for him. Oh, yeah, for sure. And we've always seen inflation and and the and then the burst of the inflation etc etc we it's the economics yeah <laughs> we can talk about that for hours and yeah. i'd love to do that but i'm not going to bore anybody you know jesse <laughs> do you know the most important you know as we're ending this episode today where can i go get my vagina tickled at girl i think <laughs> might have to go on tinder for that now and <laughs> um, safely where can i go get it safely tickled i don't think there's a place anymore because it was just for psychotic women so i guess you'd have to check yourself in and then ask hey can you tickle my vagina ask my co-workers <laughs> um you know what there's probably two of them i can think of right now that would do it <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, i feel like that'd probably be your best bet but again, that just goes back to how we think something's correct. And then like a hundred years later, we're like, oh, that was dumb. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's why we just, it's important to keep questioning and asking questions and, you know, to, to like, what does your gut tell you? Follow your gut. Like, what does your gut say? Like your gut is never wrong. Yeah. You know? And that's the thing with all this, um, you know, stuff that, like but talking about processed food, all this stuff, all these things that the government does to keep us asleep it's to keep our gut and our intuition asleep oh yeah that and i also think that also falls into like not having proper nutrition in our food Mm -hmm. and stuff so we our brains aren't working at 
the best capacity and Mm -hmm. then like putting a gym membership in with your insurance plan like is it Mm -hmm. mandatory or Mm -hmm. things like that i'm just like man they they don't care about your health yeah you be dumb and fat and then Mm -hmm. like it's like that movie idiocracy Mm-hmm. You know? and then they're watering we're watering the grass with freaking Gatorade and Terry Crews is the governor or the, the president of the universe mm-hmm. which I'm okay with Terry Crews being the president of the universe that that part sounds fun yeah well <laughs> were they tickling were they tickling vaginas in that movie is all I want to know <laughs> no <laughs> um, well that's all I know Jesse do you know anything else <laughs> I know a lot but you know, I'll save it for next time All right, darling. Talk to you later. Bye.